Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, loving Jesus by loving people. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. you know the experience of having a moment where something suddenly becomes very obvious to you, so obvious that you can't quite believe that you missed it. Was it really there in front of me that clear this whole time, we might say? Sometimes the answer we've been searching for actually hasn't required a long journey of searching at all. The answer has been right there all along. This notion is at play in today's verses from Revelation chapter 17 verses 9 through 18 where the angel explains to John who the whore of Babylon is. The word of God says, This calls for a mind with wisdom. The seven heads are seven hills on which the woman sits. They are also seven kings. Five have fallen, one is, the other has not yet come, but when he does come, he must remain only for a little while. The beast who once was and now is not is an eighth king. He belongs to the seven and is going to his destruction. The ten horns you saw are ten kings who have not yet received a kingdom, but who for one hour will receive authority as kings along with the beast. They have one purpose and will give their power and authority to the beast. They will wage war against the lamb, but the lamb will triumph over them because he is lord of lords and king of kings, and with him will be his called, chosen, and faithful followers. Then the angel said to me, The waters you saw where the prostitute sits are peoples, multitudes, nations, and languages. The beast and the ten horns you saw will hate the prostitute. They will bring her to ruin and leave her naked. They will eat her flesh and burn her with fire. For God has put it into their hearts to accomplish his purpose by agreeing to hand over to the beast their royal authority until God's words are fulfilled. The woman you saw is the great city that rules over the kings of the earth. And there it is. According to the angel, the meaning of the Whore of Babylon actually isn't mysterious at all. The woman represents the great city that rules over the kings of the earth. For John, who is writing, and for anyone he was writing to, that could only mean Rome. The Whore of Babylon is Rome, and as we've already seen and will continue to see as we continue our journey through Revelation, Babylon is often used in the book of Revelation as a stand-in for Rome, as both were large, evil, global empires that fiercely oppressed God's people. The Whore of Babylon has been described as a brazen woman who seduces the whole world with wealth and power, who got drunk off the blood of the Christian martyrs, all things that Rome has done. She is hated by the kings and kingdoms associated with her, just like Rome was. But Rome was needed for its power and wealth and protection, so the nations of the world put up with Rome, even as they hated the city and hated the empire that it ruled over. As for the rest of today's verses, there is much discussion as to what the other horns and kingdoms and kings might represent, and since we're not given the interpretation, we don't need to stress too much about it. The point of the whole passage is to demonstrate that the kings and kingdoms of the world will use Rome even though they hate it, and they will eventually turn against it. The demonic power of the beast will be harnessed by God, John writes, in order to bring the great city to ruin. God is still firmly in control. Futurists would say that this woman represents a future empire that will rise up in the end days, and that might be the case, but we can't ignore the original context of the book either. John is crystal clearly writing about Rome and how God will cause that empire to fall, which it certainly did. 
As to what that means for us today might be up for debate, but what we can certainly be encouraged by is that God protects his people. He always keeps his promises. He always fulfills his scripture. God always does what he says he will do. Today, consider whatever in your own life you are waiting for, whatever promise of God you are praying for and holding on to. Take some time to pray into that again today, being encouraged by the God who always keeps his promises. Thank you.